Well, I'm hell on wheels once you get to know me, honey. Hello, world. This is Chris Abalo's Podcast Experiment, and I am Chris Abalo. Welcome to the show. Coming at you this week from Bravery Studios in Garfield, New Jersey. Thank you for following the show and subscribing to the show wherever you get your podcasts, and also for subscribing on YouTube, where you can watch the episodes in full every Monday. Thanks for following on the socials, Instagram, TikTok, and yes, also YouTube, at Cape Pod. We appreciate it. We appreciate the likes, the shares, the reposts, the follows. Everything. Please keep it coming. We do appreciate your support as a small little independent production. And joining me for the 2023 debut from Bravery and making her 2023 debut, well, her debut period, uh-huh. part of the the freshman class, Cape's freshman class of 2023. That's right. In 2023, Cape has less Y chromosome. Please welcome the mind minx herself. Hello. Celia Aquilente. But we know her as Selly. Yep. Yep. I am your favorite mind minx. That's Thank right. Thank you. I'm a cape newbie. You are, but an enthusiast. Yes, I and am. And that's what gets you on the show. Because <laughs> you're like, I dig what you do. I'm like, great. Come on. I Let's do. Talk. I do. Let's I, chop it up. Hilarious. Thank you very much. And we got some stuff we want to cover because we, uh, well, let me just say, so one of the funny things about getting to know Selly was my introduction to her, she was like... It was more than probably six or seven sheets to the wind. You know, anecdotally, it's three sheets. But she was like, she she'd a good amount of drinks. So there's an event here at Bravery, and a friend of the show, Jason Enrique, uh, introduced me to her. And uh, shout out she to had first class. that's right, shout out first class, second place. Uh, more on them soon enough. But again, that's why you subscribe and follow the show because mm-hmm. you want to know what's coming up. Oh, trust 2023 is going to be exciting. Uh, anyway. You had a couple of drinks. The drinks were flowing very, very readily, courtesy of Marvin, and encouraged by him, no less. (laughs) And uh, and it's so funny because on top of that, like late, that was a Saturday night, late Sunday. I'm talking like three in the morning. You called me shit faced, so much so that she didn't even remember. I didn't remember. And I was like, you don't remember anything we talked about. You were like, I called you. I saw we were texting. I called you last. I mean, we were kind of texting back and forth at, at, at. certain hour anyway but it was literally about three in the morning and we're on the phone for an hour and you remembered absolutely nothing nothing and then literally the next day i when i was telling you just like when we were on the phone you told me this on the phone last night when i was referring back to it you're like i don't even remember that and you're like yeah i really don't drink i'm thinking the data says otherwise (laughs) because two for two when it comes to drinking and then we actually went out and like grabbed dinner and totally normal yeah and i was like i told you that you did i was like wow but that's okay because that stuff's not show fodder no it's not I know, because that's everybody's con- everybody's concern. They're just like, wait, is this going to end up on the show? I'm like, mm, well, no. I mean, are you asking? Are you telling me it's up for grabs? Because if so, I'm so in. Oof. But your stuff is not. But in general, uh, we're getting slightly uh, personal, topical, kind of current, not even current event, just current climate. Yeah. Because you are recently slash newly single again. Yes. And you've re-entered the dating scene. I've been dating for about the last year or so after a few years in a long-term relationship. And it's it's a head fuck. It really is. Oh, my gosh. How much different is it? Now, granted, you, you're coming out of a marriage. I'm it's a little different. a 15-year marriage. Mm. 
Oh, so it's leaps and bounds way beyond what it was prior because with the explosion of social media, dating apps, the whole climate is completely different. I mean, we're a similar age. So growing up, this is nothing like what we knew of dating and meeting people and the communication and all. Of it. It's completely different. Yep. And navigating it is like, I don't know. It's not that I know nothing, but I'm still very much like, do I just kind of stick with how you know, the way I've always gone about things? Or should I adapt and follow like what people say you should do? It's just like, well, no, you shouldn't be. There's a lot of advice out there that men and women are giving to men and women as far as what to do. And, you know, you like one Instagram post or or something like that. And then all of a sudden you're, that's all you're getting recommended is like yep. dating relationship stuff. Yeah. And then it gets, <laughs> then as soon as you open up YouTube, that's what you're getting recommended yep. because Big Brother's always watching. And there's a lot, I watch stuff just because I'm curious, you know, not because I'm like, it's not something I'm working on. Like, right. how do I date better? I mean, and not in a, not in a bad way. Like, right. There's nothing wrong with that. But I do find it interesting, the idea of just like, well, no, you got to be aloof. And, you you know, d- don't show any feelings and don't all that. I'm like, what's wrong with being direct? I know. Because, look, I spent, as I've talked about openly on the show, like almost six years ago at this point, I started therapy. And I'm like, you know what? And especially after becoming single a while back, I said, I'm not going to put myself out there. I'm not looking for anything because... The more I have my shit together, the better off I'm going to be for anybody. Somebody. I'm putting myself there. Yeah, yeah. For, for any woman. And just the better I'll feel about myself overall. Uh, it's done nothing, apparently. Done because nothing. because I keep, unfortunately, I keep running across women who just don't want to do the work or haven't done the work or don't expect a guy to be direct or to communicate. Mm-hmm. Because for me, I'm going to give you a chance to speak, I promise. But <laughs> you also okay. like just got here and we yeah, started rolling. No, so please, I want to give you a moment to settle in. To be fair, it was just like, what an asshole. Like he's got a guest on and yeah. she, she said nothing. It's your show. I know. But you, you would, as far as I'm concerned, this is our show as we're sitting here. Oh, thank so you. feel free to jump in. But you're, but see, you know how to do this because yes. you're letting me run with the ball mm-hmm. and then you're going to take it. And, you know, that's how it goes because you're a pro. Thank you. You should say that. The Mind Mink Show. Check the that Mind out as well. Show. Look it up wherever you Wait, get your media. you called media. me a pro. You are. You've been at this for a while. My third season. Exactly. So that's fine. Most people don't make it past like 10 episodes. So (laughs) yeah, the the bar is very low when it comes to (laughs) any kind of podcasting, you know, doing shows on YouTube, stuff like that. So believe me, you're in good shape and off to a strong start. That's why you're here. Anyway. Yeah. I feel like having it together and being direct and communicating as opposed to playing games has done nothing in terms of helping me. I mean, I, I guess ultimately it helps you weed out people who are not right for you, but how have you felt kind of getting back into this and kind of putting yourself out there? Because there's a lot, I get it's completely different from kind of what we, what we knew to be dating just because the well, culture is so much different. Well, so here's the thing. Obviously we are in this industry and we know a lot of people, yes. right? So the one thing that I've decided I'm not intermingling. Mm-hmm. So the industry that we are in, this is the industry. I love the fact that I am well-respected not for sleeping my way up because I'm totally. talented. You know what I mean? So right. um, people will be like, well, you know so many people. Yeah, they are off limits. Agreed. So I literally work full time and then I do this. So when am I going to meet people? Yeah. So I did go the dating app route. It sucks. I'm not going to lie. It does. <laughs> I'm not Everyone gonna... is, I haven't been on them yet. And that's partly oh, why I'm haven't. asking because everybody has – Horrible experiences, by and large. I know one person, and this is back in like 2015, met his now wife on Tinder, and that's it. Nobody has good things to say about it. Well, 
I I know a lot of people that met their their spouses on. So I'm like, all right, there's obviously a possibility. Hmm. But like I've gotten to the point where instead of in my bio I have, you know, things about myself, mm-hmm. it's my don'ts. Like, you <laughs> know, um, don't already be in a relationship. Yeah, right. Um catfishing goes two ways. So have up to date pics. Yeah. Like yeah. don't hate social media. And it's stuff like that. And it's sad, but they're like, oh, you and then my somebody commented, oh, you look like you actually talk like, yes, I actually talk like that. Oh, my. What a concept. Yeah. Can you imagine having some degree of authenticity <laughs> yeah. on social media and even on a dating profile? Mm-hmm. Shocking. But and people I, don't expect it because everyone's so used to people playing games and people putting out this this highlight reel of themselves right, instead of and being I tried, real. I, but I tried being nice and being like, you know, I'm a proud Gen Xer, which I still put. I am a proud Gen Xer. I'm 47 years old. I, you know, I'm proud that I don't look like I'm, you know, this close to 50. Like I could start planning my 50th birthday party. Right. I'm proud. But you're also glad you don't look 22 anymore either I'm because who I needs that? So, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but – it's like I'm tired of being nice because these m- motherfuckers are just fucking assholes. They out are, there. and it's just like I'm tired of it. Yeah, and I've just been doing it. What, like maybe a month? Mm-hmm. Turned it off, and when we decided this was going to be our topic, I was like, "All right, let me just turn this back on. Let's see, <laughs> let's see how different it is." Here's another thing I noticed. Okay, when I first did it, I chose the homeliest pictures I could find of myself. See, that's not a bad strategy. Because if you get past that first one, yeah, then you got a surprise coming in for you because I you totally clean up nicely, but it didn't do that well. Like it was like crickets. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm not doing this shit if it's not gonna, you know. Of course, but that I appreciate the people that I did come in contact with that way because they took the time to scroll through. Right. I do the same thing. If I'm not attracted to the first picture, swipe left and. So I'm guilty of it, too. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things about dating apps that I feel like, again, it's just a point we're at in society where scrolling through dating apps, like scrolling through Netflix, Mm -hmm. like I'm going to spend an hour to see if there's anything I want and just keep scrolling and scrolling. And at the same time, you're either getting more picky as you go along or less picky because you just want to match with some in the same way, like a pick a movie, just be like, I've never heard of, you know. Whatever this movie is, so I'm. But I, at this point, I've been searching for an hour. I could have been halfway through something, and I feel like it's the same thing when people mm-hmm. go through dating apps and dating sites, where well, it's mostly apps now. When I was on them, they were sites back mm-hmm. in 2014, mm-hmm. 2013. You know, so I haven't. I've been on sites, but that's now years ago, mm-hmm. and been on the apps yet. But it's a different experience with swiping, and, you know, swiping left, swiping right, and all that other stuff, as opposed to actually being able to scroll through somebody's profile right. on a screen. Right. Also it's a different experience. It's not as sensitive. When you're on your phone, you got to be careful because you think you're scrolling up and you scroll to the right by accident. Right. Or like, oh, like, I did not want to match. Nope. Uh, nope. He's got pimples and he's how old? <laughs> you're 40 yeah. something where? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, he lives in Phoenix. Why are we even matching? Yeah, right. But I don't know. I, I feel like that's part of the reason everybody is kind of so fucked up by dating is just the idea. Because there's this idea of choice. You know, and like, oh, there's so many people out there, but there's not as many people you're going to match with, you know. And there was something interesting brought up uh, in an interview uh, done by an author and speaker, self-help guy, let's just say, uh, Mark Manson. And I'm curious what you think. His opinion was, and I agree with this, men deal with more rejection and women deal with more unwanted attention. 
And it's hard to gauge which one is worse because unwanted attention and a lot of attention from a lot of it, just on social media, period, forget even dating. Mm -hmm. Just, I don't know any woman whose Instagram doesn't get, like, where she doesn't get unwanted, you know, messages, DMs, and, you know, just dudes just being douchebags, mm -hmm. you know, who they don't know. And at the same time, there's something to be said with having to deal with rejection because it still is generally the standard is guys put themselves out there first. Guys tend to, you know, swipe for more matches than women do. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's something way disproportionate, like, you know, 80% versus like 25% or something mm -hmm. like that. Like it's guys tend to swipe with matches, I guess, way more frequently than than women do. Even though it's not direct rejection, they're still like, oh, wow, I swiped on 10 people and I got none of them. <laughs> you know, or even when it comes to right. approaching a woman when you're out, approaching right. a woman at a bar or at a coffee shop or something like that, you kind of have to brace yourself for rejection. And I can say in my own biased male way, well, obviously that's worse because it's not, you know, you have to kind of get used. It's kind of a muscle you need to build to bounce back from rejection mm -hmm. in different ways. But I've also been in show business in various areas of show right. business for a while. So, so rejection kind of skin. rolls off yeah. my back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My skin's a little bit thicker. But the unwanted attention, that doesn't seem like too much fun either. What well, do you think? So here's the thing. The the apps that I've been using are centered more on the women doing the first move. Nice. Okay. So if I don't talk to them first, they won't ever hear from me. So what kind of bothers me is when I swipe right on somebody and they've already matched with me, which means... They've just been going through and just swiping right on everybody. Mm, right. So, like, I no longer feel special <laughs> if we match automatically. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would prefer it if if I swiped right on you and then within that time frame you saw that I swiped right on you and then reciprocated. Yes. So I don't feel special if we match right, right off the bat. Yeah. And, and that's another thing that I feel like is so... Everyone has this disproportionate sense of just what's out there, how many options they have, opportunities, men and women. The idea that they're, oh, are, there are so many, you know, but because they're just going through and, and seeing just like, look at all these singles, you know, yeah. swiping through. And meanwhile, there's people who are married and, yep. you know, things like that that you have to contend with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no doubt it's, it's both genders, but obviously you've only come up against men. Yeah. But <laughs> it's still, I, I feel like it just gives everybody this idea that there's just there's a lot more opportunity and then it's not special to just match mm -hmm. with somebody and so many of these you know again these these people who do this advice to use the term very loosely and say like look it's a numbers game you got to match with people you got to go on dates you got to you got to weed through you know I, I guess kiss a lot of frogs is right. the kind of the best uh, analogy i could come up with well, scary. worn one. But it is, right? Just the idea of like, I got to keep going through how many people or I got to swipe at somebody how who's just like How many times do I have to tell you what my favorite color is, what I do for a living? Like mm -hmm. it's, I'm, I'm tired of it. Right. And yeah. I've only <laughs> like a week <laughs> doing no, it. No, I get it. I get it. And for me, that's one of the things that gets me about the apps because truthfully, I'm picky. It takes a lot to get my attention, you know, because looks are fine. Everybody wants someone who's easy to look at. But she has to have something going here mm -hmm. and here. Mm -hmm. It's not just about looks. And I think that's something we do also when we're younger is that we're more drawn to somebody's features. Sure. You know, it could be it could be looks or it could be like, oh, it could be something like job or it could be something like money. Different things that kind of stand out. But, you know, the older we've gotten, it's more about the whole package mm -hmm. where it's like, what does this person bring to my life? Because the, the hope is that we're all in a position in life. And look, I know I'm in that place in my life. 
you're in that place in your life yeah. where it's like, I'm happy. I need somebody who adds to this. Right. I don't need somebody. Value. Exactly. Not somebody who's a drain, mm-hmm. not somebody who's an expense, <laughs> you know, not somebody who's going to bring, you know, chaos and drama and all of those other things. I want somebody who's actually going to add to my life. And the idea of just having to weed through all these people who are just yeah. bad matches and go on bad dates. It's like, I did this when I was younger. Do I really need to do this all, all over again at this stage? Again. Yeah, it's it's a little bit uh, overwhelming mm. is, is the word that I keep using because, you know, you, you match and, and then you then have to actually have conversation. And I'm just like, do I really want to have a conversation? Mm. Like that initial, okay, I find you attractive. Um, your profile was semi-funny, but do I really want to have a conversation with you? Yeah, do I want like, to meet I'm, this person face-to-face? Yeah, and that's another thing. Like, they'll put on their, like, you know, don't bother talking to me unless we're going to actually meet. I'm like, dude, like, chill the fuck out. Yeah, I don't want a texting buddy. Well, I don't want a texting <laughs> buddy either, but, like, let I'm, me get I'm, to, like, I, you know, my time is precious to me. That's the yes. only thing I can never get back is my time. Of course. So let me find somebody. out. Yeah. Yeah. Let me find out, like, you know, if you don't say hate social media, no, I don't need you to grow my platform, but guess where you get to know me best? Mm, right. Right. You know, and I tell everybody, do you have Instagram? Let's connect over there because I don't want to be on a dating app. I don't want the notification every five seconds because the algorithm sees that I'm on here talking to somebody. Exactly. Find me on, on Instagram. Let me see. He's like, some guy was like, oh, you can stalk me over there. I'm like... If anybody's going to be stalking anybody, you will be stalking my page as soon as you say, and I know that sounds conceited, but your favorite mind minx is a little vain. So, <laughs> um, so if anybody well, is necessary in this yeah, business, yeah. so look, um, so if anybody is going to be, and somebody even fucking said, at the, I'm like, I don't know how the fuck he thought I was going to swipe right after this comment, commented <laughs> on my picture, <clears throat> excuse me. Is that your face on your sweatshirt? Yes, motherfucker. <laughs> that's my face on my sweatshirt. That is my motherfucking face on my sweatshirt. That's fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Like, did you really think I was going to swipe right on you after that? But why would you? If you even wanted a chance with a woman, why would you? That's something you would bring up in conversation. Yeah. Like, so you got merch for your show? Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't you do that. Show? Just like, yeah. you wearing your own face on your shirt? Yeah. Like, God, laugh my so ass off. Stupid. Is that your fucking face on your shirt? Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, Thank it you is. for seeing the likeness. Yeah. And this is the last time you're going to see it. <laughs> yeah, swipe. swipe. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it's just <laughs> crazy to me, mm. some of the things. And I screenshot them on purpose because. Yeah. That was one of the things back, again, 2014, that um, was one of the off-putting things. Aside from now, I was also living in Los Angeles and dating in L.A. is a whole oh other trip. It was It was a nightmare. I'm not gonna lie. I'm saying dating through sites and everything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that's not to speak specifically to, to anybody out there, but just in general, because the the whole tone and way of life is just different out there. But there were several women, and this wasn't as much of a thing back then. Now, obviously, everybody has on Instagram and TikTok, and this, you know, this this stuff is more, uh, let's say, conventional. And in 2013, 2014, there were still people who were on, you know, had these these social media accounts. Like, oh, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram, Mm -hmm. or find me on Facebook. And some of these women would put links to their stuff in the description. Mm -hmm. And the thing that was really off-putting and made me also not want it, aside from just bad experiences, and there was only one woman, but it was enough to to Mm -hmm. change my mind, was went to her Facebook, which was her personal Facebook. I guess it could have been worse if she was building a show out of it, which no doubt those things exist now. I'm sure there are hundreds of shows of women showing, you know, their messages and stuff. Uh, on screen but 
this woman was sharing screenshots of messages she got from guys on her personal Facebook, all negative. Mm. And it's one of the things that just gave me like, not a a complex, but definitely made me weary where I'm thinking, okay, I feel like I'm having a normal conversation. I'm not a creep. I know that for sure. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't help but think, is this something I need to worry about? Like I'm putting myself out there and at the same time trying to put my name out there, my name and face out there in in different creative areas. And I got to worry about some woman who's like getting attention because that's the thing think about that it gets attention and it got a lot of feedback and it gets a lot of comments and i'm looking at the the fact she's putting this out there and those posts are getting so much attention and i'm thinking i don't know if i want that to be me i don't think it's worth it and considering i wasn't exactly having a whole lot of luck anyway Mm -hmm. i thought it's it's just not worth the risk the reward is not worth the risk right so that really put me off yeah well, see, it doesn't occur to you because you're also an evolved woman. <laughs> so you're not going to go and do that. But, but in reverse, like, how do I know that somebody won't do that? I can't oh. say they won't. Guys are stupid. Yeah. So I can't say that they won't. But I don't think guys feed on viewing private stuff like that as much as women. I realize that that is a, is a, is a tough statement. But I feel like. In, in my experience, women are more keen to share, like, private stuff. And women use have used social media. You know, I'm, I'm making painting in broad strokes here. Stereotypes. Women are more keen to share private stuff on social media and publicly than I think guys are. You know, guys are more keen to brag about their, you know, fairy tale oh. football scores and stuff sure. like that. Not like, okay. look at this DM right. I had on Twitter. Like, I don't see all, <laughs> so. excuse me, or, or Instagram or whatever. Like, I don't see a whole lot of guys posting stuff like that in general. Oh, thank God. So I don't know that it's as much of a thing. But that well, seems thank more... God I'm not. I don't share a lot anyway. I'm not very. I, I'm very direct, and I'm like you know. I try. I try to be nice, but nine times out of ten, I'm just like. I, I get as far as you know, happy whatever day it is. Mm. Nice to match with you, and if they talk back, then we'll see. Like if it's boring, yeah, then I just don't answer. Right. And actually, as we're talking, I got a notification that someone sent me a message. Nice. So, yeah. See, it doesn't, doesn't take long. You just reactivated in light of this. And it's like, and she's getting attention. Yeah. Which I I don't know. I, again, the, the attention and the rejection and all that, it's just like, it, it feels so, so much more like a game and a numbers game. Like, I can't deny these things people are putting out there as far as, well, this is what it's like now. Because it seems to be what it's like now. Mm-hmm. And it's just trippy to me instead of just going up and approaching women, which I'd still rather do than be on dating apps as much as people say, oh, but you should be doing that too. Just for the sake of meeting people, you're not necessarily going to bump into these people out in the real world. But I don't know. It's so much easier. to. I mean, it's like you said, your time is precious. You can at least mm-hmm. get a vibe from somebody mm-hmm. if you walk up and introduce yourself and at least know if there's something or at least if you strike up a conversation with somebody, then you know if there's something there. It doesn't even need to be a spark, but just... You know, if you just connect with somebody, you know, have similar energy to do somebody. Do you find yourself being out in a situation where you can do that, though? Where I can go up and approach? Well, yeah. That's yeah, all I've done in the last... But I'm saying, like, when you... Where where are you that you're doing that? It has been in bars on occasion. Not that that's been the purpose for going out. Or, like, if I've seen, you know, a woman in a, a coffee shop or a store or something like that, oh, I will okay. just walk up and approach. See, no one has ever done that to me. Really? Really. Wait, ever? Or, like, since you... Been back on the market. Uh, I mean, historically, time, somebody really one time. I would say yes, and I remember this because it was one of the best feelings ever. And <laughs> that's exactly what I was good. Go ahead. And I was I was walking in the city, and I remember this was like mid July, and I was walking in the city. I think I was wearing this jacket. Um, this was your snappy dresser as well. See, I, I try, I try. But the guy says to me, he's like, you know, 
aren't you hot? And I'm walking fast because I was like, aren't you hot? And I said, yes. Yes, I am. But I committed to this outfit. So we're sticking with it. And I'm like sweating. It's the middle of July. And so he walked with me. I don't mm-hmm. even remember what the conversation was. But I gave him one of my business cards. And this was years ago. My, my mm. ex-husband and I had separated before. We had gotten back together after quarantine to see if it would work out. It did not. Mm. And uh, so we separated again. This time it's official, like hired a lawyer and everything. So right. divorce is happening. But um, this was years ago, like just three years ago. And it was like the best feeling. It, I went on a couple of days with the guy, but like there was no like chemistry. Yeah. But yeah. that was still the best feeling. And that's what I'm wondering. Do you wish you would be approached more? I mean, that <laughs> that's probably – do you consider that to be better certainly than having to go through, you know? I do like meeting people organically. That is actually how I met my, my ex-husband. But – I feel like now when I'm out, because my time is so precious, like if I'm out, like if we, like if somebody had approached us when we went out to hang out that for dinner that day, right. I would have been a little annoyed because my time was to be with you. And, right. I, you know, even though we're just friends, my time was with you. Like if I'm out with Jason or Ash, my time is with them. Right, right. So to me, while yes is my answer – at the same time, if I'm out doing something, don't interrupt that. If you're with somebody, I if agree with, with that. Someone. And I, see, I hesitate. If I see somebody, if it's a woman who's by herself, then that's different. Even when a woman's with a group of friends, like female friends, I still, I'm not crazy about that because, you know. But that's me that personally. Be because a lot of people will go out with the intention of hopefully meeting someone. But me personally, I, I'm at the age where if I have an evening and I'm out with my friends, mm-hmm. I'm out with my friends. That time is taken. Yeah. yeah. Please don't interrupt that. Right. But if you're out solo, you don't have a problem. When am I out solo? You. Well, I'm put, all right. Hypothetically speaking. <laughs> Hypothetically speaking. If you were out, if you're just out, like, I'm going to run out and grab it. Like, you're going to grab a cup. You're going to sit at Starbucks or something like that. And you're just like, I'm going to go. I'm just going to sit and enjoy this coffee. I'd be very impressed through. if somebody. Nobody, I think yeah. I have a resting bitch face that nobody ever wants to approach me. See, that doesn't necessarily put me off. Because, again, like, rejection isn't kind of a big deal with me where I'm just like, well, why not? I mean, you can also get a vibe from somebody too. Like, never mind the resting bitch face, which is, you know, it's, there, there's a reason it's a thing. Uh-huh. There's a reason that expression exists, but it's more like, do I get a vibe from somebody, you know, or just like, is that just a mood or is because what she's looking at her phone or something like that? I try not to go too deep, but I also try to hesitate and overthink it because I can overthink myself out of any situation. I <laughs> could, too. If, yeah, if I wanted me to, too. I could just find reasons to not get out of bed if I spent too much time thinking about it. But instead, it's just like, oh, let me approach. And that's it. And it's not always with the intention of like, let me get her number. Let me take her out. Let me mm-hmm. have her come back to my place. You know, it's, it's not even like that. It's just even just talk. Because that's the other thing I feel like there's so much pressure in general on men and women where it's the idea like, you know, got to secure the digits or like, he didn't ask me out or something like that. I feel like there's so much pressure that's just put in there where it's yeah. like, let's have a conversation. I had a conversation with a woman on, um, I t- took the train into the city and I saw just the headphones she had on were these wireless headphones. And um, I don't like the earbud thing. Like I have them, but I'm not crazy about that. So I actually still wear wired headphones at the gym. Me too. Me too. But she had these wireless headphones that were like, okay, they look pretty lightweight. They go over the top of the head and they cover the ears. And I just asked her when the when we got to Penn Station, I was just like, excuse me, what happens to those? And they're like the newest version of the uh, AirPods, I guess they're the Oh, Apple. really? Yeah, okay. headphones. And I was like, oh, rats. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm an Android guy. I didn't say, oh, rats, because it's not 1945. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I was just like, ah, it's, you know, I, I, I got the Samsung, so I can't use them. But I'm like, I keep seeing those. And I do. I see a lot of people at the gym. 
who are using them. And I just think like, oh, I wonder what those are about. But I just thought, well, let me ask her because why not? She was on the train alone, so I wasn't interrupting anybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was just super smiley and happy and like kind of continued the conversation with me until we got onto the platform. And something like that, it's like there was, there was no pressure. Like, I wasn't hitting on her. I didn't ask her for a number. I had no intentions at all, but just something like that. And she seemed so just like lit up by the fact that I just talked to her and I just didn't have any intention other than just like, excuse me, can have you help me out with something? What headphones are those? Oh, that's so sweet though. Well, thanks. But I don't think, and I, again, I don't think guys are like that because I feel like guys- There's always an intention. Primitive, and that's it. And that's it. And I don't, I don't go into situations with intentions. Obviously, I can only speak for myself. And you won't catch me defending men. No fucking way. Mm-mm. But- it's like, just just talk. And my friends and I have talked about this. Most of my friends, well, okay, basically all my friends are married. <laughs> but I, we just had this conversation so many times on this show and even on our old show. It's like, just talk. It doesn't, there doesn't need to be some expectation. There doesn't need to be something. And that's why, like, I'm cool with approaching. And, you know, sometimes it's, I'll give you a perfect example. Okay, so this happened a couple of weeks ago. I was out and um, it happened to be at a bar. And I approached this woman and, j- again, just to talk. Hi, my name's Chris. What's your name? You know, that kind of thing. And she said, well, I'm not going to say her name, but she said her name. And she was like, okay, let me just ask, like, are you a Christian? And I said, no, I'm not. I was like, I, I'm actually non-religious. Um, I don't have strong feelings about it. Whatever people use to, you know, as, as long as people, whatever people believe that caused them to, you know, if that helps them to live with love in their heart, take care of those around them and, you know, live in gratitude. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, that's all I care about. Like religion is not a is kind of neither here nor there for me. Okay. Um, but I'm not like super invested in just like, there's no God, you know, I'm yeah. not, I'm not going to you yeah. know rallies or meetings or anything like that. That's too much like religion for me. Yeah. But uh, she was like, oh, okay. She's like, cause I'm a Christian and I really just, that's my faith is very important to me. So that's really what it is I'm looking for. And I said, you know what? Thank you for being direct and not like just carrying out a conversation for the sake of it. Like I honestly appreciate your honesty. And the reason that actually meant so much to me, aside from the, clear honesty and just her being direct back a couple of years ago this is 2014 i went on a date with a woman out in la and just on the first date went to dinner and as we're talking through dinner she did ask about you know religion and i said the same thing mm-hmm. and she was like oh so you just you don't believe in god i was like well no it's like i don't believe in like you know there's a there's a man in the sky with a big white beard and mm-hmm. he's watching all of us and he has a plan for all of us and i was like that's just not what i believe but again if you know, your faith, it's, as long as you're, you're loving and, you know, all that other stuff, like, it, that kind of doesn't matter to me. And that's the only time it came up. And we carried on. We had a nice night, had a nice dinner. And then we ended up getting together again. Okay. We haven't even, our drinks haven't even come to the table. Oh, as we no. sit down to talk, she's like, sorry, so you're telling me you just don't believe in God at all? And I'm like, why, why did you agree to a second date? Why are we here? And I didn't, obviously, I'm exaggerating. I didn't like right, it. I didn't right. put this much energy into, sorry, long legs. Sorry for knocking the table. <laughs> But um, I didn't put this kind of energy into it in the moment. But internally, I was frustrated because I'm like, if this is a big deal for you, like if this is a deal breaker, why are we here? Why do we meet up for a second day? And I said, and I basically said to her, like, listen, if that's a problem for you, that's okay. We're here. Like, let's have dinner. You know, we have stuff to talk about. There are things we have in common. Um, But listen, no hard feelings. But like, I don't want to waste your time. I don't want you wasting mine. Like, it's, it's not a big deal. Like... So the idea that there was a woman who was direct in that way was like, honestly. But you want to know how I feel about stuff like that, though? I feel like there's so many people that we have the opportunity to come across that I wouldn't want something like that to be the reason 
that you don't get to know that person. So it's fine if it's not in that respect. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be a relationship. But to say, no, I'm not going to – like, that's okay, fine. Maybe it's not meant to be in that type of that type of relationship. But right. I don't ever – like, if I meet someone that I there's some kind of an interest, mm -hmm. if there is then no further along in that interest but they're still of interest – I would let, rather be their friend than nothing else. Like, there's a reason why there's a connection. Right. doesn't need to be a romantic connection. Right. So I, f I feel bad for people that are like, no, sorry. We can't – I can't talk to you anymore because I'm religious and you're not. Yeah. I, I get that. I get that. Like, but I don't understand people like that. I don't know. Well, I mean, this also – this I mean, this this wasn't a bar in Manhattan, so I don't know how many uh, – single Christian guys are going to a bar and approaching like, women you, anyway. What are you doing? And I'm, not, like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not judging her for it, but I'm just thinking like, is is that why you're out? Like, I mean, again, I truly did appreciate that because again, it's like, great, we're not going to waste each other's time. Awesome. Like, thanks for being direct. Have a good night. You know, and that was it. We talked for a few moments after that, but I was just like, okay, thanks for being honest. Mm -hmm. You know, rather than just like stringing me along and trying to, <laughs> and trying to go to two dinners and then being like, uh, this is a problem for me. But I hear what you're saying, and I agree. Like, it doesn't – like, why not carry on the conversation with somebody? Why not invite somebody in who has a – doesn't even need to be a contrary opinion. Just be a different opinion mm -hmm. or just a different perspective. Something, uh, yeah, something new to talk about. Right. But there are certainly some deal breakers, and you were telling me that you've <laughs> you've come across a lot of guys who, speaking of people giving um, advice of different kinds, you know, on oh online gosh. and beyond, you said you keep running into guys who feel the need to – Maybe emulate. not brag, but emulate. yes, guys like Andrew Tate and Joe Rogan and are very like open about how into that advice they are. And we, we both we both side at the same yeah, time. Yeah, well, right you know, because I'm like, I'm not on board with with either one of those guys for many reasons. But the idea in my perspective, I don't know a whole lot of women who look at them and are just like, I wish there were more guys like Andrew Tate and Joe Rogan. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm, except for the maybe the money part, but those are women I wouldn't want any kind of part of anyway. So, well, here's my take, and this is actually something I said to somebody who was like, "I'm a huge Andrew Tate fan," and I'm like, "Well, he's not really talking mm -hmm. to ninety percent of the the men out there who emulate him." Oh yeah, he's talking to other men that have the same wallet that he does. Totally. So all of those guys that – and I apologize. It's going to sound horrible. But no, all those all right. guys that are working at fucking Walmart and going mm. home and expecting their girlfriend to have dinner waiting after they also work their shift at mm. whatever job probably paying more right. than the Walmart shift that that guy just fucking worked at yeah. um, to make dinner, have the house clean. Fuck you, motherfucker. Last mm. time I checked, my paycheck is bigger than yours and my dick is probably bigger than yours if I had one. So, yeah, this is where the Manx is. In full effect. Like, if I had one to be bigger than yours, Andrew Tate isn't fucking talking to them. No. And they're emulating him as if they are, like, that is their God. They're like, oh, calf, yeah. the golden calf. On the, and I'm like, just shut the fuck up. You have nothing to fucking offer. Hmm. And this guy, I wish, I wish he would, the same attitude that he has about, you know, that his woman better have his steak waiting for him, mm. even if she's a vegetarian. I wish he would have that same attitude and be like to the Walmart guy, I'm not fucking talking to you. Mm -hmm. So please leave the room. Right. Yeah, they don't they don't expect themselves to level up in the way they expect like they have way higher expectations for the way women 
And that's another thing too. It's just like make sure that woman's submissive. Like that, even that whole narrative is just yeah. like, all right, um, are we turning the clock back a couple of decades? Is that the idea of just like you want, you know, a, a, a brood mare, a woman to like have your children and mm-hmm. you know, be barefoot and pregnant barefoot in the kitchen, in the kitchen and, yeah, yeah, and just cooking dinner, and but also you know being a sexual dynamo who will dress up as your favorite anime characters. Like what this idea that yeah. you know. All that stuff has to be put on women while the guy is, like you said, not somebody who is like massive wealth or massive success or anything right. like that. It's just a working schmo, but he feels like he's entitled to it. Right. For it's nothing. Weird. For nothing. And at the same time, I do feel like that's something that is maybe just as bad on the other side of it. And I say that because not I'm not just talking about my experience. I don't have an extra grind against women or, or anyone I've, I've dated in the mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. But there's a whole lot of women on TikTok specifically where they are putting out like, listen, if I'm going to be with a man, it, it takes a lot. I, you know, I'm a baddie and, I, you know, someone's got to pay for this hair. Someone's got to pay for these nails. Oh, someone's yeah, got to pay uh, for my waxing. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. It's like, I'm not looking for an expense. Yeah. No. <laughs> Just, but the idea that they're entitled. And it's something that also I feel like there's a disproportionate amount of. And I think it comes from, I'm, I'm not saying it's unhealthy, but I think it, um, I, I do think it, it fucks with some women's heads, uh, particularly young women, because I think there's a whole, I, I think it just sets bad expectations for it. And I'm not lecturing anybody. Like, I'm not saying I know anything myself, but I'm mm-hmm. just looking at it. Like, you know, again, maybe it's being a certain age, but at the same time it's being like, I don't know if all this stuff is, is worthwhile. But, you know, when you got songs like WAP. That you know are thrown out there, and every woman feels like, well, listen, I have the pussy, so clearly I'm more powerful than you. It's like, no, that's exactly it. Uh, it's not special. Everybody offers sex. Every man yeah. and woman offers yeah. sex. Don't act like that's something that's so insanely unique because it's yours. It's not. Yeah. That's not the, in my mind anyway. But I feel like there's this. There's so many women who are putting out there like how important it is because it's just like, listen, I got this wet ass pussy. Fine. Oh, that's but, so ugly. Yeah, I know. Well, that's one of your least. Thi- well, I know the other. I know your absolute least Don't favorite word. I won't say it. I won't say Please. it. Please. Oh <laughs> You're just settling it. This is your first time on. I'm getting you to settle Thank in. You. I'll spring it on you in the middle of like uh, your second appears. But uh, I, I feel like that is kind of equally toxic when it comes to to young women. Mm-hmm. You know. I agree. In in the idea that just like there's this expectation, just like well, the the woman has all the power because of the, because of sex or because like you got a you got a fat ass or you have you know whatever it is. Because there's so many women who put this out there proudly and they get hundreds of thousands of likes on these videos yeah. and I'll read the comments because again I'm just kind of trying to take the, the temperature. Too, yeah. And it's it's stunning to me where it's like oh you expect like some dude's gonna come along and just finance your lifestyle and at the same time like I said when you're younger you're you can be more drawn to looks or you can place more value on those things. But it really does come down to ultimately the entire package. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a fucking sociopath and you just have no interest in a, in a genuine connection with anybody. Right, right. But I don't know. I feel like that's really, really toxic. to young. In the same way that some of the bad advice from these, these yeah. guys that young yeah. men look up to, I sure. think that's toxic too. Mm-hmm. And it just gives – and further exaggerated, by the way, and I am pinning this one on guys because the fact that I feel like – the way porn and the accessibility of it, and the fact that it's mainstream, it just is. Mm-hmm. I feel like it has just desensitized young men. And at the same time, given this really, really unrealistic expectation. Yeah. Because it, it seems like everybody in Gen Z has body dysmorphia issues. Oh, I, I take no joy in saying that, but yeah. I'm saying because of social media and filters and airbrushing and all that other stuff. And then you got, you know, these porn star bodies, men and women, where it's like, oh, that's what I need to be. Or like, that's what women like, or that's what men like. or whatever. But obviously, it's geared toward men. And... um 
I just feel like how how aggressive it is, how there's no regard for the woman at all in any any of this porn, mm-hmm. and just how I don't know, like hair pulling, the smacking, smacking in the face. It's just like, oh my god, like mm-hmm. what? You know, I mean, in the moment between consenting adults, they can do what the hell they want right. behind closed doors. Like right. I'm all about like, listen, whatever you want to do, that's cool. But I feel like. It sets a really, and my friends and I were talking about this 12 years ago on our old show, like it sets this crazy impression where young men think, well, all women want is just 20 minutes of that right. and that's it. And it's like, right. no, no, there's, there's a lot more finesse to it. Yeah. Also, look up foreplay I know. <laughs> and learn how to do it, guys. Yeah, that, that's a lost art form. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, well, and, and that's also a weird thing and because, you know, hookup culture is so prevalent. I mm-hmm. also think there's um, this unrealistic expectation that makes things awkward because also the idea is just like, oh, if we whether it's the first date, second, third date, whenever, if you end up sleeping with somebody, the idea is like, well, it just has to rock the first time. No, not necessarily. It's, it's a stranger. <laughs> it's a new person. It's a very Everybody likes something different. There's an excellent Whitney Cummings joke. From uh, one of her stand-up specials a couple of years ago where she just said, it's always funny when it, all I can think of when a guy's going down on me is just like, oh, so that's what your last girlfriend liked. <laughs> and it's true. Like the idea, like everybody's different. Everybody has different, you know, has different things that, you know, gets the engine running. So it's not like a one size fits all. Like uh-huh. this is all I need to do is yeah. just perform. Like there's something to kind of like learn that about somebody. That's, that's the fun part. It's not just like, oh, we're just going to hook up and it's going to rock that one night and then Damn, never again. Damn, why can't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, well, that's the thing. But the idea, like it, it's great if it does, but if it doesn't, you it's know, okay. this idea. I mean. It's scary. It's, that's what I'm saying. Dude, I've been with the same person for 15 fucking years. It scares the <laughs> shit out of me. And I yeah. actually got cold feet. I was talking to somebody. I got cold feet mm-hmm. and tried to break things off. Mm-hmm. And I remember having a phone conversation via text message. Mm-hmm. That's how, how unadult I was about it. Uh. And he's like, going back and forth, I was like, all right, I get it. You don't want to be nice to me about it. He's like, well, no, you're, you know, you're making a decision without having a conversation with me about it. I was like, well, I communicated it. So I called him, right? And I said, you know, I I thought of every different scenario and nothing, you know, is ending out yeah. where this would work. Right. And he starts laughing at me. Like, <laughs> Why are you laughing? He's like, are you Dr. Strange now? And I'm like, no, why? He's like, because you said you thought of every possible scenario except the one that included me in the conversation. And I was like, oh. Okay, how deep in were you with this guy? Like, how many dates? None. What we were, the fuck? We were only talking. That's, uh, I don't know. Then that's a dude who is setting himself up for disappointment anyway. Yeah? I think so, because the idea, you, you don't you don't know if you have chemistry with somebody until you're in their presence. You know, and I realize everyone's used to like the indirect communication of, you know, texting and talking to people through DMs on the socials and all that. I get that. But at the same time, like, I don't consider somebody even an actual friend, even if we're like, you know, Insta friends, unless we've actually hung out. Let's get together. Let's have a drink. Because I'm also the person who like, well, if there's something like we have enough in common. I mean, it's different if the person lives, you know, like in another state or something. But, you know, if somebody's local-ish to here. Yeah. Like, well, let's get together and have a drink and just. Whatever it's again, well, it doesn't have to be some so expectations. That, that's that's what happened. Ha- they 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 lived in a different state, so they're like, you know, let's because I literally. <laughs> oh, they're like it's a rendezvous. Was that let's, the idea? Let's do our first date like we promised, uh-huh. and so we did. We went out to dinner, and so it was nice. So, I, what I will say was, I was very impressed that 
Because I would have just been like, all right, say la vie. Mm. And I was impressed that he didn't just was like, you know, he thought there was something worth mm-hmm. not, you know. Although he did call me selfish. <laughs> Wait, after? No, before. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he was trying anyway. He's like, well, let's see how this goes. Yeah. Let's meet up for dinner and then maybe. Yeah. Maybe things will change. So I'll use all my Andrew nice Tate dinner. tricks on it. Yeah, no. No, he's actually not kidding. an Andrew Tate fan. So. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't have gotten him the dinner, much no. less you driving to meet no. up with this dude. No. No, I hear you. But it's scary. It's scary to to be able to have that conversation, to make yourself vulnerable. That's it. And that's one of the things where, you know, I, like I said, with going through therapy and everything, I get somewhat conflicted about it in as much as, well, I'd rather be, I'm the type of person who's going to be direct and I'm going to be honest. And I'm not afraid to be vulnerable as long as I feel like, well, there's something here, like we've connected and I feel like, you know, you would understand this about me. Not necessarily right off the bat, but just the idea of like, okay, we could talk about stuff that's maybe a little deeper, a little bit below the surface, because it's very easy to have superficial conversation with somebody and then mm-hmm. be like, let's get together again. But at some point, you're going to have to actually get to know them. Imagine that. So <laughs> that scares the there's also, shit I, out of I me. I know. Well, that's it. The, but at the same time, I'm so much myself that I have no choice but to be authentic. I'm not trying to impress anybody. Mm-hmm. And look, like I said before, I have a great life. I do a lot of cool stuff. You know, it's I have fun. So I ultimately want somebody who's going to add to that or has their own life who then can also add to mine and kind of be uh, the, the word that describes as interdependent okay. as opposed to, you know, codependent or in, okay. independent. But that's ultimately what I would want. So I feel like, well, if I'm being vulnerable and they can't handle it, then they're not the right person anyway. Like if they just want to be superficial then that woman's, you know, disqualified <laughs> anyway. Okay. You know, okay. if like you can't have a conversation because like, well, if that's who I am, I'm also not going to, again, play games and do all that other stuff because, you know, and that's that's one of the frustrating things about putting yourself out there now. I can sit now, this I will say is for me personally, because as much as women say, I want a guy who has his shit together. I want a guy who can communicate. I want a guy who's, you know, has, who knows his worth, who's driven, who's ambitious, who's on his. Meanwhile... They ultimately end up going back to the same douchebags, assholes, and losers who are their actual type. Right. As opposed to what they say they want. Yeah. And that's one of the things that just gets at me as a guy because I'm like, well, you say you want these things, but not really. Right. So, again, I feel like as, as evolved as I am, as comfortable in my skin as I am, like, it, it hasn't helped. But at the same time, I'm also not chasing it either. You know, if somebody comes along and they check enough boxes, well, that's a different story. But like I said, putting yourself out there like that, it's not, I keep coming up against like, okay, this is not going to go anywhere because this person is not, it's just not happening, <laughs> you know? Have you found that it's, being that you're, you've you been single for a little bit longer, mm-hmm. like for me, I'm used to that instant gratification, like that, that instant uh, attention. And I feel like I've had to learn how to take a step and be okay with not getting immediate attention, like from someone. Like if if I if my focus is on you, mm-hmm. I have to be okay with like we're still just getting to know each other. Right. It's okay that you're not paying me twenty four seven attention. 
I don't know how to do that. I was married for 15 years, and I would be able to tell my my ex-husband, like, what the fuck? Why aren't you answering my phone call or <laughs> texting me immediately? You know what? I'll say that is something I kind of had to regulate about myself was coming out of a long-term relationship and, you know, not married, but we did live together. Mm-hmm. The idea of I felt like for a little while I was still kind of in boyfriend mode as mm-hmm. far as, like, communicating as, um, you know, consistently or maybe asking, you know, even just a little check in things, just like, hey, how was your day? And not say I wasn't getting those messages back, but just kind of was used to doing that. Mm -hmm. So I kind of had to, you know, for my own sake, kind of throttle down a little bit and realize like, oh, right, this is something, this is, this is different. This is a new situation. You know, this is a different person. So you can kind of relax and just kind of let this breathe as opposed to, being in like relationship mode because you're not relationship mode anymore. You know, it's, but it's, it took, it took conscious effort. It really did just to be like, Oh, right. This isn't like, you have to switch out of like, you know, boyfriend mode in my case, you know, cause you're just, you're dating, you're getting to know this person. So just, yeah. If we don't talk today, we don't talk today. Whereas in a relationship, that's not necessarily how it got right. Oh yeah. But it is, it was, it was something that I had to consciously get my head around. (laughs) And just kind of, again, just kind of regulate about myself where I'm like, well, this is something like, remember, this is not, you know, this, this is new. This is different. Don't feel like you have to, you know, it's not to say I'm against being any of that or even just like texting someone daily, even if we're not seeing it, if we, if we get together once a week or like we're busy and we don't see each other at all this week, like that's fine. That's normal. They should, she really? should be busy too. Cause really? I'm busy. I, I mean, know. well, in my, but that's also like my, when it comes yeah. to like where I'm from, it's like, I want someone who has their own life, who has their own career, has their own ambitions. You know, that's also what I'm See, into, this what is I'm all for. new for me. I have right. no fucking clue what's supposed to be happening. <laughs> it is. It's weird. It's it's a lot to put out there, you know, to put yourself back out there. And again, kind of having to like, well, do I learn this from zero? And do I play along with the way things are going? Yeah. Or do I go with, again, kind of my default thing where it's like, well, let me just walk up and approach somebody. I'd rather do that than be on apps. I'm not completely against the apps, but I've yet to even try just because again nobody seems to have a good experience well all right here's here's my reasoning with the apps go ahead um i live in a small town Mm. so i refuse refuse to get wrapped up in any of that gossip fair enough so we're not doing that and uh again our circles are what they are and even though we know lots of people not doing that yeah no no, i'm not gonna do that um so I kind of want to be able to have a bigger reach. Mm-hmm. You know, my okay. my days are in the office. My evenings are making reels, videoing shows. You know, we're busy. Yeah. Yeah. So this this literally affords me the opportunity to kind of see what else is out there in a larger and, – and it lets me say, okay, I want this age frame mm-hmm. um, within this distance and – the only thing that sucks is that the algorithm, which, by the way, it literally has said to me, you need to start swiping right a couple of times. Because <laughs> we don't know what you like. Because we don't know what you like. <laughs> That's um, true, actually. Yeah. So like, the algorithm. At a point, you're going to have to be like, this guy is like six out of ten. Like, when it comes to like, if I if I give him a grade, he's like a C minus. This is a but... true story. I think I, I pray that I, I, I took a screenshot of that of when, when the app told me, like, you need to swipe right so we can try to get an idea yeah we need to gauge what you're into because right now it seems like you don't like people no (laughs) like are you sure you're looking for the right sex yeah (laughs) 
Would you like to expand? Would you like to re- reclassify your identity? And oh, and they keep trying to change my picture. When I was doing the homely pictures, they were like, well, we want to change this to a better picture. I'm like, no, we're keeping that homely <laughs> picture. You are not changing this. No, we're not putting a glamour shot up first. No, yeah. Now, this time around, I... Uh, I uh, I have all my good pick, like my headshots and shit like that. Right, right. So I'm like, fuck that. I'm just, this is this is what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things I've been kind of unsure about as well is that I'm like, well, do I put like photos of me like doing this on there? I mean, again, just having not done it, I've just thought about like, well, should I put anything with in the studio or, me, you know, again, like a headshot or something like that? And I'm thinking, I don't know, because that also, for me, I'm saying it looks like I'm trying to get attention or trying to put out like guess what I do, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I've even been reluctant about that. At the same time, yeah, I don't necessarily want to put out, you know, homely pictures. Like, here's me on the couch again. <laughs> here's you know, me after I finish working out and I'm drinking coffee and I'm sweaty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This, <laughs> that's exactly what I do. Here's me at the gym, sweaty and yeah. glistening. Please swipe. <laughs> if you can get past this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, this is as bad as it's going to get. So, listen, if you're if you're into this, yeah. let's meet up for a drink. <laughs> so... Yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird, but also you're, you're one of the only people I know who's entering this brave oh new world. You know, because like Super. I said, all my, all my friends are married. So <sighs> Super just entering it. That's where we are. Yeah. It's, it's overwhelming. I, th- I think I opened it and closed it like a week later. And then when we had this conversation, I was like, mm-hmm. all right, fuck it. Let me just do this again. Yeah. Let me see if anything's changed. It probably hasn't. <sighs> no. It has not. I'm sorry to hear that. But, but it expands. Like, I don't like anybody. So now they're sending me people from, like, I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with someone from Virginia? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, well, you will meet up with people from out of state. I'm like, how'd you know that? <laughs> what the hell, he called Virginia? you selfish and you still drove to meet him. Like, we're, we're trying to give you some chances here, you know? Oh, that's funny. So this is what it's like to do a tight hour. Hmm. I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. Laugh it up. <laughs> <laughs> that was because your favorite mind minx was late. She had a makeup mishap. Listen, if I had a nickel, let me tell you. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm going to cut that out. But, listen, now that Sally is here, uh, she's going to be de facto co-host once in a while because it's something we talked about. I know. Well, you're acting surprised. Like, we didn't well, talk about this like be. two months ago. <laughs> well, it's to them. But, you know, this is old news for you. You're like, when are you starting your dopey show again? But uh, she's going to be here for uh, some bravery shows that are going to be coming up. And uh, maybe I'll drag her to Home Della Red Bank one of these days. Ooh. We'll see. But uh, she's going to be around because she she does this as well. And she digs this particular brand of nonsense. Yeah, so I do. She, yeah. So she's going to be around, which is great. So what better way to, to break you in? To pop your cherry? Nope. Phrasing. <laughs> it's okay. We can say <laughs> Wait, there's know. not many cherries left to pop, so let's go ahead and speak say. For yourself. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. But uh, yeah, she's going to be around. So what better way to introduce you to her than for us to have a conversation about like, uh, wow, it sucks out there. It does. <laughs> Being suck out there out again. There. I see why people just stay married and miserable a lot. Or it's just like, please, it's that mo- and I thought of this, and we'll, we'll kind of end on this. There's that moment in, when Harry met Sally. That's Carrie Fisher and Bruno Kirby are in bed, and it's like. Please promise me I'll never have to go back out there. You'll never have to go back out there. And that movie's 34 years old, and I'm like, I get it. I get it. Isn't that sad? Yeah, yeah. And at the same time, some I've heard many people, you know, married people or even like some you know, people when I've listened to, you know, interviews or podcasts or things like that, they're like, isn't it great to not have to be out there anymore, to have somebody and just not have to do that anymore, date and go through the whole everything? And it's like, yeah, I get it. I get it. 
Well, but. as a newly single person, I'm going to say I don't. So I'm very happy that I just I made the decision to. Well, yes. To I plunge. It's a hard plunge, but. But necessary. And I get that, too, of course. But, you know, this is this is a, a fresh kind of hell. <laughs> <laughs> so this is also, I guess, an announcement that your favorite mind minx is, is officially single. Yeah. So. There you go. So you could follow her on the socials at mind minx. <laughs> don't harass her. <laughs> But uh, a link to her socials down below in the episode <laughs> description. So there you go, guys. You want to shoot your shot? No, don't. No, shoot don't. Your shot. Leave her alone. <laughs> don't shoot your shot. Leave her alone. Okay, she's mine now. At least when it comes to professionally. Again, we're not we're not looking to get messy around nope. here. Okay. Mm-mm. No. No we're, intermingling. Yeah, we're professionals. <laughs> so, anyway, for more of well, this, uh, yeah, follow us, Elliot Mindmix on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. Specifically, it's where you spend the most time. Yep. And uh, check out the Mind Mix show yep. as well. Yeah. Uh, link Again, links down below. You can follow her and see what's doing with all of that. And check out those reels. And Oh, that's right. You do subscriptions on Instagram too. Yeah, I plunk, do. I don't down. have any. Nobody subscribes yet. Oh, well, t- <laughs> this is your chance. This is my chance. Like, listen, for, but see, you're smart. Isn't it like 99 cents or something? It is. And actually, I can offer half price to the first five people. Well, you hear that? <laughs> subscribe. Check it out. Kate, listeners and viewers, <laughs> this is your opportunity to get in on a deal. You get exclusive reels and exclusive. other stuff. We could have, there's all kinds of stuff we could have gotten into. We could have gotten into our uh, our fitness evolution as well because we've both gone through yes. that in the last couple of yeah. years. But uh, we're out of time because, again, uh, they run a professional studio here. Yeah. You know, listen, I, I'll <laughs> say that. Like, Mar- yeah, Marvin's cracking up, but he's he knows like it's true. <laughs> listen, if a shared universe was any kind of legitimate business, it would have banned my ass years ago. <laughs> Thankfully, Marvin's here and he's 10 minutes away from me. So <laughs> we love Bravery Studios. We do. We do and we love a shared universe. I'm just busting those guys' balls. I love them too. <laughs> I love them a lot. They know it. Uh, anyway, you can also follow me on Twitter at Chris Abalo, uh, also TikTok at Chris Abalo, and Instagram at Chris Sells. Out and follow the show at Cape Pod on all the socials. Again, make sure you are subscribed, you are liking, sharing, all that other stuff. We do appreciate it. New episodes Mondays through June. So make sure you check us out and give us a rating too, wherever you get your uh, podcast from, whatever podcast app you use, give the show five stars, give the show a thumbs up, whatever uh, metrics they use, because it helps spread the word. We're a small little independent production here from the Garden State. We're looking to make you laugh, give you a little bit of entertainment because Mondays do not have to suck. So you can enjoy us the next (laughs) couple of Mondays. And we'll be back next week with another batch of nonsense. So until next time for Selly, this is Chris Abalo, and this was yet another experiment. <laughs>